So there is a Chinese proverb uh, about an, a farmer. So this farmer has a horse, and he goes out to plough his field, and it's, a, it's, a, it's an old horse, and plows his field, and he comes back, and the following day he goes out to his stable, and the horse has disappeared, the horse has run away. And so his neighbours say to him, oh bless, your, your horse is after running away, it's awful, that's terrible look. And the farmer responds, good look, bad look, who knows? So four days later, the horse comes back uh, with four wild horses with him. So now he lost one, gains that fellow back, plus four. So the neighbours say to him, my, my goodness, that's fantastic, it's after gaining four horses. And the farmer responds, well, good look, bad look, who knows? The following day then, one of his sons decides to, to ride one of these horses. Uh, so he gets tossed off the horse and breaks his leg. And the neighbours say, oh, it's awful look after breaking his leg. And the farmer says, I think you know where this is going. Uh, Good luck, bad luck, who knows? And the country was at war. And so the emperor uh, sent out uh, a request that all young men under a certain age would sign up for the battle, would sign up as as soldiers. They were uh, forced to, uh, to enlist. So the responsibles, the soldiers came around and saw this son uh, with his broken leg, and because of the broken leg, he doesn't have to go to war. Good luck, bad luck, who knows? Okay, so the story goes on, but the point is, uh, it's just, I think it's, it, it was, it's a very interesting one. Firstly, we don't believe in luck, just to get that out there. We don't believe in luck as Catholics anyway. Luck doesn't exist. There is a such thing as chance. Yeah, you can flip a coin. It may or may, land, may, or may not land heads or tails. That's just chance. That's not luck. Uh, we don't believe in in luck, as in, uh, there are different ways of understanding how. See, the, the, some say the universe is taking care of you. I mean, I've heard that kind of thing before. You know, the universe is watching out for you. When you think about it, like the the universe, is a lot of really big rocks that are flying around, getting pulled around by various gravitational forces. The universe doesn't care about you. If you look at the size of the Earth in comparison to the universe, the universe doesn't care. The universe does really not care about, about Earth and about your problems and about your marriage and about your health. The universe doesn't give a, a care. Uh, okay? really doesn't. It really doesn't. Uh, so, but then some say, well, if you do good, good will come back to you. So this kind of idea of karma, which isn't if you're careful here now, it's not entirely wrong in the sense that if we do good, good tends to come back to us. But that's not, again, that's not a force of, that's not a kind of a, a, a spiritual thing. Doing good things is a good thing to do. Good things tend to come back to us. But it's not always the case. It's not always the case. Sometimes we do good things and despite that you get cancer. You do good things and, and you help people and you serve and despite that your friends turn on you or betray you or your husband is unfaithful in marriage or whatever it may be. So it's not always the case. So, there will be uh, challenges and, and difficulties. In our reading today from Isaiah, just, I was really struck by, by one line this morning. For the Lord consoles his people and takes pity on those who are afflicted. For Zion, so that's, like, that's Jerusalem, has said, The Lord has abandoned me, the Lord has forsaken me. Does a woman forget her baby at the breast? or fail to cherish the son of her womb. But even if these forget, I will never forget you. 
I will never forget you. So we have all of these experiences and understandably some we deem or we, 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 we understand as good luck, as good fortune. Uh -huh. Others we deem or we understand as bad luck or bad fortune. But it's not always the case. It's not what we seem, what we understand as being a good thing isn't always the case and vice versa. So in all of this, in all of these uh, challenges, experiences of life, we have God who we believe is a consoler. It's actually the name of the Holy Spirit. Right? The Holy Spirit, the paraclete. Paraclete means consoler. So we have God who consoles. We have a God who consoles. But in this particular reading from Isaiah, it's talking about the Father. The Father who consoles. For the Father, the Lord, consoles his people and takes pity on the afflicted. I think that's such, just such a beautiful image. Such a, a, a precious and grace-filled image for each of us today. That when, when things aren't easy, that we go to our Father. That we go to our Father. And we find consolation there. We find consolation in, in that, that, that reassurance, that, that confidence, that embrace, that, that paternal embrace that we have from God. We have confidence, we're consoled by the fact that we don't always know what is good look or what is bad look. We don't always know. It may look some way, it may look a certain way, but in the grand scheme of things, we've no idea how the hard things may form us, the easy things may spoil us. You just don't know. And so we come to God for consolation. We come to God for consolation. The Lord consoles his people. I think it's helpful to insert your own name there rather than his people as if he doesn't see individuals. The Lord consoles Samuel. The Lord consoles Owen. The Lord consoles Sarah, Michael, Patrick, whoever you are. The Lord consoles you and takes pity on you when you are afflicted. And so you may say, the Lord has abandoned me or the Lord has forgotten me. Does a woman forget the baby at her breast or fail to cherish the son of her womb? But even if these forget, I will never forget you. I will never forget you. This is a divine word. This is a divine promise. You will never be forgotten. You will always be consoled if that is what you want. If you want God's consolation, he's willing to give it. If you're willing to go to him for consolation, he will give it. He will always embrace and console those who come to him for consolation. It's a divine promise. So we can hold, in the nicest way possible, we can hold God to that promise. Lord, this is challenging or difficult. Console me. Console me. So we ask the Lord today to Renew our confidence in his consolation. Shout for joy, you heavens. Exult, you earth. You mountains break into happy cries. For the Lord consoles you.